Fritjof Schuon, Sufism, Veil and Quintessence, Chapter 1 Ellipsis and Hyperbolism in Arab Rhetoric The Arab style favours synthetic and indirect figures of speech. Ellipsis, synecdoche and metonymy are common, as are also metaphor, hyperbole and tautology. The Semite has a propensity always to distinguish between an essence and a form, and does not hesitate to sacrifice the homogeneity of the latter to the veracity of the former, so that in Semitic texts of a religious or poetic nature, one must always perceive the intention behind the expression, and not overlook it because of some formal incoherence. And it is not only the spiritual intention that must be discovered, but also the emotion which determines its outpouring and its verbal concretization. Thus, hyperbole often conveys an emotion provoked by a direct perception of the spiritual reality to be defined. But what counts above all is the use of hyperbole to indicate a precise but implicit relationship which confers on the proposition all its meaning, and by this very fact compensates or abolishes any appearance of absurdity in its wording. It is true that Arab stylists demand both logical clarity and dialectic efficacy in accordance, respectively, with their sense of formal correctness, fasaha, and of rhetoric, balara, bent on soundness of content. But this in no wise conflicts with the Semitic tendency towards indirect expression, since for the Arabs a thing is clear if, in their opinion, it is well said. The frequent use of disguise, kinaya, shows, on the contrary, that for the Arab it is natural to embellish an expression by making it less direct, and, from his point of view, all the more rich. Nevertheless, in the Arab style there are, as it were, two poles, one fully corresponding to what we have just described, and the other of a more abstract or logician-like character. These two poles are crystallized respectively in the schools of Kufa and Basra, the first being based on scriptural paradigms and thus possessing an illustrative and empirical character, and the second inspired by a more principial or theoretical conception of language. This second form of rhetoric predominates in theological, scientific and philosophical writings, including the strictly doctrinal treatises of the Sufis. But what concerns us here is the Arabic language in its most spontaneous expression. With its metaphorical and readily hyperbolic style, a style which takes its inspiration from the Sunnah and, consciously or not, from the ancient poetry. Since one cannot help taking into account the ethnic or psychological conditioning of a language 
apart from its strictly spiritual foundation, we must not pass over in silence here the noble impulsiveness and the veneer of rashness resulting therefrom, characteristic of the ancient Arabs who would draw the sword for a yea or a nay. This is true to the point that the Quran had to state specifically that God did not hold believers responsible for their unconsidered oaths. At the level of language, the vice of an impulsive hyperbolism, especially in a spiritual context, would be seriously disconcerting if allowance were not made for an explosive temperament, noble in its very sincerity. <laughs>